You're listening to NYG Nation, a New York Giants fan podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Scotty and Nick. Hey, what's up there, Giants fans? This is your host, Scotty and Nick, coming to you on episode two of NYG Nation following championship weekend. We finally know who's in the Super Bowl. Patriots again versus the young stud McVay and the LA Rams. And, and we're finally back on the interweb. We are back on the interweb. It's been uh, been over a month since our first episode, but, you know, we're... Shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. You know, we work. We have lives. Nick has kids. I got dogs. I, I have I have both kids and a dog. <laughs> Although my dog is 13 years old and just sleeps in the corner and poops in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. That's what happens when you're an old pug, an old gray pug. Yeah. 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 And he's, he's still there. He's still kicking. Yep. All right. Giant stuff. What do we got? Giants stuff. Let's do it. Let's talk about Giants. So uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about since, you know, a lot of things have happened since the first episode. We've had uh, both press conferences from Shermer and Gettleman and just the direction I think they're heading in in the draft. Um, I don't think they're drafting a quarterback uh, at all. At all? I don't think they're going to take one mm-hmm. at all. I don't think they're going to take one. No, with the, with the sixth pick, I don't think they're going to trade back into the first round with you know one of their other ten picks that they have stashed away. One in I a just, later round, though. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I I I really think they're going to extend Eli to get his cap hit down uh, for another that. two years and and roll him out and yeah, maybe maybe you know draft one in twenty twenty with a stronger class, but. The problem with that is we would have to be, you know, a terrible team again, and I don't want to watch them lose. I'm sick of the losing. The problem with that is you keep extending the window of when they're going to win with that quarterback, and you're extending the life on Barkley and Beckham and all these other skill players. Now they're in their prime. This is the time we got to strike while the iron is hot, so to speak. Um, yep. yep. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I think my ideal scenario would be you let Eli play this year, but you draft Haskins if he's available. I like Haskins. I, I think he's everything I read about him and watching him play. I, I, I like him. I think he'd be a good fit. And he's got that, that whole thing going on where he's yeah. a huge Giants fan. Yeah. Uh, so that can't. That can't yeah, hurt. he's obviously he saying all the right here. things. Yeah, you, know, you want people who want to be here, and uh, so I think that yeah. But I yeah. don't know. I I do get the sense from Gettleman that, that I don't know for some reason I think they're not going to take a quarterback with that six pick. But I also think there's a possibility that they go quarterback in a later round. Um, <clears throat> I saw today that they actually met. Did they meet with or they're going to meet with uh, Jarrett Stindham? Stindham? I don't know. How to say that. Yeah. I didn't watch much of them, but. Yeah, the kid from Auburn. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's a name that definitely hasn't really floated around. You yeah, know. I think he'd be a. I think he'd be a later round, like a third round pick, maybe something like that. But maybe, maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe they're thinking they pick a, they take a later round quarterback, and he gets to sit behind Eli for a year at least and see what happens. I don't know. I, I think, I think, um, I think they might have given up on all that already. I get that sense too. They weren't they weren't too happy with him. Whether it was the Yeah, I do as well. <laughs> whether it was the road rage incident or something else. It just well, we all saw the way he played for <laughs> I know it was only well, it was only it was only five. Yeah, but Yeah, but it was still, only five snaps. It didn't look too good. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The 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 main reason I don't think they're gonna draft a quarterback is because, you know, during the press conference, Gettleman you know, he, I think he obviously shows his hand just like he did last year with, 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 you know, the Barkley pick. Um, I think he's making it known that, you know, this is a defense heavy draft and he wants to go defense. I mean, yeah, there's so many defensive linemen on that top of the draft. That don't mean be stupid not to do it. Yeah. And right after he talked about that meeting he had with Eli, I mean, the very next sentence, he was, you know, talking about the defense and how terrible the defense was the second half of the season. And, how close the games were, and if the defense closed them out, you know, it would have been a totally different season. Yeah, and it would have. Yeah, the defense was bad. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree as well. I mean, I, I think if they get a right tackle, get some key, key guys on defense from free agency in the draft, I mean, they'll be better. I'm not saying they'll make the playoffs or, you know, make it, make it to the Super Bowl, but they would definitely, I think they would definitely put themselves out of contention for a top 10 pick next year. If they, which is, you know, I don't know if they shore up the defense, they can compete in that division. I think, I don't think any of the teams, in the I division, don't think yeah. any of the teams are good. I mean, Washington doesn't have a quarterback. I still don't think Dallas has a quarterback. No, I don't either. Philadelphia has two, but what are they going to do with one of them? <laughs> so I, I don't think they're that far off from competing in the division. I mean, competing for a Super Bowl, maybe, but competing in the division, I don't think they're that far away. The teams just aren't that good. Yeah. But the the defense needs to be shored up. Um, offensive line, I think the real issue, the real question is right tackle. Um, I think that left side is going to be the left side for the next couple of years. Yeah. You got so much money, and there's a, a second round draft pick, and all the money invested over there. It's got to be what it is, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I would, I would love to see them pick up uh, a right tackle and a right guard. Um, I think re-signing uh, Jamon Brown is definitely a priority because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, like we said in the first episode, the the second half of the season, once once they brought him on after the buy, was the the offense could actually show what they were capable of, and that was awesome to see. Well, they were completely different when, yeah. with him. And it's kind of funny that something like that, like a, a guard they picked up on the waiver wire made that big of a difference. But if you watch the t- game, it really did. Yeah. Even in the first, I still remember, I think his first start was the San Francisco Monday night game. And there was a play in early in the game, a touchdown pass that Eli threw. And it was it was only possible because... Jamon Brown made a play where he blocked the blitzer. Our guy coming in, he made he made a move and blocked him. And then Eli was able to step up and throw a touchdown pass. 
and it was just well we haven't seen that where has this been all year we haven't seen this and and right. so it, it, it's it's funny and i think that just might go to show how bad amame was mm-hmm. maybe not as as good as maybe it's not a sign that J- jamon brown was that good but that amame was just that bad yeah, and I mean, you really also got to give it to Gettleman there too, because I mean, at least he realized, you know, okay, I was wrong in this guy. Yeah, and you know, he cut him. That's true. How many times in the past do we see uh, the same players being trotted out there that weren't doing anything? Yeah. God, if I had to watch Marcus Kuhn run out and play defensive tackle and get overpowered <laughs> for another week, the call from keep yeah. running him out there might have been Perry Fuel who's running him out there. I don't I have no idea. Mm. John Jerry. John Jerry, yeah, why? I think it was worse that they kept trying John Jerry out there than they kept trying Flowers out. At least Flowers was a, a top pick. But John Jerry, he yeah. keeps doing that. Oh. And then as soon as that year, as soon as they took out John Jerry and put in DJ Fluker, they could run the ball. And they let Fluker right. walk again. That was weird. Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't get why they let Fluker go. No clue. But- Whatever. Well, I think they corrected that. They, yep. They corrected I think, I think their mistake with uh, um, Amame, which was good. And they seem to be able to recognize that and, and recognize that when they make a mistake, we can we can fix it, which isn't um, which hasn't been happening with the Giants in the recent years. All right. And then even by week three, the bench flowers, right? Really? I think it was. I think it was oh, week yeah, it three. Was, I remember waking up. No, and I, was, was, <laughs> I saw a little. Uh, yeah, it was week three because they started zero and three, right? And they benched him. And Wheeler's yep. first game was the win against the Texans. So they were. They both teams were zero and three, right? Right. I remember that was the big story going into that game. That both these teams are zero and three. This yep. is the season. Yeah. Who's gonna win first? Yeah, and the Giants <laughs> won. But the Texans still made the playoffs and won their division. Amazing, isn't it? Yep. But, uh, yeah, coming back on the quarterback situation, um, I, I don't – I think if they're going to take a quarterback, it would have to be – it wouldn't have to be, but I think it would be better – be best if they took Haskins. Uh, he's got the build. He's got the arm. He's – yeah. Showing that he has the knowledge, and I mean, he played. I know he had, you know, a limited career, but in his one year starting the full season, he had a hell of a year. And I, I don't see them taking Kyler Murray. I just don't no, think it's going to happen. No I know there's a lot I, of guys that you know there's, they're. I, I there's not a chance in hell Gettleman takes Kyler Murray. I do no, not see that at whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, I know I a lot of, I don't, I don't a lot of people. He's so, he's tiny. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that he's, you know, he's about the same height as Muggsy Bogues. It's that he's just, his build is that much smaller <laughs> than everybody else. He's, yeah. you know, you have the short quarterbacks. You have Mayfield. Everybody points to Mayfield, Breeze, and Russell Wilson as the short quarterbacks. But they're also kind of right. built, right? They are, yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray's not that. Big. I mean, I know, I, and, and yeah. I mean, if they drafted him and let him, you know, learn a year and put on size, I mean, I don't know. I it 
it's just not going to happen. So it's not even really worth talking about. Yeah. But if, and if he puts on size, is that just going to kill his athletic ability? Maybe, you know, that's always the risk. Yeah, that's could. always the risk you'd run when saying, okay, you got to put on some size. Is that going to kill the, right. the athleticism that makes him such a dynamic player? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't see it happening. There's no way in hell. I, I just do yeah. not see that happening. Haskins, Haskins is a possibility and everything I read about him is good. I think the only, yeah, it's funny. You read articles about and scouting reports about Haskins. The only downside people bring up is his, his lack of mobility. And I'm just thinking <laughs> we've had a quarterback who for 15 years who hasn't been able to move. Yeah. And then I think, I think we'll deal with, look at the two, look at, look at the two quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. They're both statues. Golf, golf mm-hmm. doesn't move. Yeah. Brady can't. They're, they're just <laughs> so I, I think that's funny when he gets that's that's the criticism about him is his lack of mobility. Yeah, I mean everyone wants to talk about how the game's changing and you know this that and the other thing, but I mean I don't I don't want to. I mean I don't know. It's it's hard for me to because I I love Mayfield. I love what he's capable yeah. of doing. You know, and I love I love. Um, the shiftiness of Breeze and, and Wilson, but uh, I don't, I but, don't know. But Breeze, uh, yeah, Wilson's Breeze isn't that much. I mean, he can move around in the pocket, but he's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah, that's true. And, I guess, I guess when when I'm when I'm talking about him, I just mean like in the in the no, smaller no, I stature. Oh, uh, I know. Okay. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I I don't know the whole. It's almost like backyard football at that point, you know, just run around and. Yeah. For as long but, as he can. But and then you look at all the quarterbacks that were in the playoffs. The only one who I would say, or at least that won a game in the playoffs, let's put it that way. The only one was Mahomes, who's any kind of mobility. But he's right. so good at throwing on the run. He's better than anybody I've ever seen at throwing on the run and making these incredible throws. So yeah. that's, he's just a whole other animal. But look at all the quarterbacks. There's great, great. Brady's a statue. Philip Rivers isn't going anywhere. Um, Drew Brees, he, he's mobile in the pocket, but he's not going anywhere. Uh, Nick Foles, Nick Foles right. isn't running anywhere. Um, and Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck can move around and and you know tuck the ball when he has to, but he's a he's a pocket guy. These are all pocket passers, every single one of them. That's true. Yep. Deshaun Watson was there, but he got they got smoked by the Colts because Deshaun Watson's not mm-hmm. not. Not that good. I don't think he's that mm. good. So uh, I just don't want to criticize somebody because they're just a pocket passer. I think that's ludicrous. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit of a. Let's talk about uh, giant free agents and who who's who's coming, who's going. Well, I think the. I should say coming back. Big name we got to talk about is Landon Collins. Yes. I, I can't see them letting him go, right? Definitely not. Definitely not. It just—I mean, when you look at his 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 sophomore year in 2016, uh, when he almost won Defensive Player of the Year, had 100 total tackles and four sacks, which is pretty good for a safety, um, all things considering. And I think if you give him another safety. <laughs> that can cover someone, he can have that kind of year again, again, and again. Yeah. If, if he is, 
if he's playing his position and he's playing downhill and not asked to cover everybody, he, he's going to have another great year probably. Yeah. The problem this year is he was playing next to Curtis Riley. Right. <laughs> we all know Curtis Riley must have had naked pictures of David Gettleman <laughs> because he kept showing up week after week and kept playing very, very bad mm. week after week. So, yeah, you put him next to somebody else. Go get go get the Honey Badger. That's what I wanted them to do last year. That would be fantastic. And put those two back there, and it'd be great. Although, they might need to spend that money somewhere else. Yeah. Kerry Wynn's a free agent. Although, he's a guy yeah. who... Every time you see him play, he's making plays, but he's not out there, and there's got to be a reason yeah, he's not out there. Sprinkle him in every now and then. Maybe I'm. Maybe I. I just don't understand why he's not out there all the time, because he seems to be yeah. making plays when he is. Hmm. Um, Cody Latimer is the other one. I mean, when he was on. The, oh right, he only had one. He had a one year deal. Yeah, when he was on the field, I thought he was good. Yeah, me too. Especially um, closing out the year. Yeah, there's two big one really, handed catches. Yeah, that really good game, game against the Cowboys. Yeah, I think, you know, I think. I mean, I think. I think. I think they bring him back, just for. I mean, I think it would be worth to bring him back just for competition's sake. Because right now they really have no one else to put out on the other side, opposite of Beckham. Oh yeah. So they need somebody. I mean, they need someone. Yeah, they need another wideout. Hmm. Isn't Corey Coleman? Corey Coleman's a free agent. He's a restricted free agent, actually. Because I, I, I'd like to see him stick around and get a shot. That's a guy who was a first-round pick and just couldn't stick with the team. So he's worth, you know, keeping right. around and giving a shot, I think. Fortunately for us, B.W. Webb is a, is a free agent. I don't think he should. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't let him go. Oh. <laughs> Zach Diossi's a free agent. No, he's coming back. Yeah, he can't go anywhere. No. He is the only one. He's a lifer. He's him and Eli, the only ones left over from 2007. Mm hmm. Zach Diossi. Crazy. Yeah, Zach, that was Zach Diossi's rookie year. Mm hmm. That's right. We really drafted as a linebacker, I believe. Yeah, he was a linebacker. He was in that draft with the big draft. That, and the uh, dude, yeah, and the dude, the dude uh, went to Brown, so he's obviously a genius too. Yep. Yeah, he's not going. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that he's a, a free agent, but where is he going? He's got a great job. Well, I think, yeah. Could you imagine? He makes he makes one point one five seven million dollars, and all he does is snap the ball to <laughs> to the punter and the field and the uh, the place kicker, the placeholder. That's a hell of a career. That's all he does. And then during the games, when he's not in there, he's just sitting on the sideline practicing snaps. That's all he does. Right. That's awesome. I should. Yeah. I got to get one of my kids. Hey, but he's damn good. I get one of my kids to practice long long snapping. Do it. Get Riley on it. I'll get Riley into the the mix. I thought he was going (laughs) to get in the NFL, long snapper, make a career out of it. Yep. That's insane. But yeah, I mean, I can't remember the last time he's had a bad snap, if ever. Nope. Hey, 
After mm-hmm. 2000, they shored up that long snapper position. <laughs> this is true. It took them, what, seven years, but they did it. Shored it up for the next mm-hmm. 12 or 15 or however many years it's been. Yeah. So what else can we, I mean, what else is going on? Um, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I think it's going to come down to uh, Barkley or Baker. Yeah, I was, I think we talked about this off air. I was looking at those numbers and I didn't realize what kind of year Baker Mayfield had. Yeah, me neither. Whenever whenever I'd see someone post like, oh, it's going to be Baker. So I mean, come, come on. And then, then he pull up his stats and, and we're just like, numbers, like, oh, oh. And he only he did that. Okay. As a, <laughs> it was a rookie, and he only played. He missed what the first two games. was it thirteen games. I'm pulling it up. He came in. He played thirteen and a half because he came in in the middle of the third game. Okay. So, yeah, I, I just I didn't realize he had twenty seven touchdowns. Thirty-seven hundred. Was it over three? Is over three thousand yards, right? Thirty-seven hundred. Twenty-seven oh touchdowns. Almost four thousand yards. He threw four. He threw fourteen picks. That's a lot in thirteen and a half games. But it's a rookie. I mean, none of the yeah. other rookie quarterbacks were any better. I mean, that, that's going to happen too with a lot of mobile uh, quarterbacks, anyway. Yeah. And extending the play and just throwing it wherever they can, trying to make it fit. The only couple. But that's awesome. I mean, I mean. I'm not going to be upset if he wins, but I'd, I'd rather see Saquon win. But if he doesn't, then, you know, good for Baker. Yeah. Dude's a baller. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It just, uh, yeah, at first glance, I was thinking, or at first, when I first hear it, you think, oh, ba- Barkley's got it. And then you look at these numbers, and, you know, okay, I didn't realize he was that good, but that's, that's, that's a, I don't know. I wasn't watching Browns games that much. I watch yeah, what either. I can, but. But I mean, he's, he's, he's turning the franchise around, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be, Incredibly optimistic as a Browns fan going forward. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy. Probably a little bit more optimistic than Giants fans, but mm-hmm. <laughs> although they're, they're, still the, they're still the Browns, they'll find a way to screw it up. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I don't know. Stop it, Scott! I want someone to be as miserable as me, so it can be Browns fans, <laughs> Jaguars fans. Oh yeah, that's true. I could deal with Coughlin. Blake Bortles. Uh, Maybe Bill, they. Uh, I think. I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long stint of misery. Speaking of the Jags, I think if Nick Foles goes anywhere, it's probably gonna be the Jaguars. Yeah, because then, um, what's his name just went there, right? The, the Flippo was hired as the offensive yep. coordinator, uh-huh. and that was the guy who was there. He was the Philly quarterback coach, right? I believe so. Yeah, I could see that. But I think Philly's still got to let him go, right? Doesn't he have a he has an option, I think, something, right? Doesn't Philly have an option on him? It's twenty million dollars, but they still have that option. Um I don't yeah, I guess. Yeah, they have the option to keep him, but what I mean <laughs> why would they? I mean <laughs> they would they know. would basically be be interfering with his career is the way I would look at it. You know, if, hey, you know, we're going to go with Wentz, but, you know, when he gets hurt again, we're we're going to roll you out there. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I know. That is kind of messed up. Yeah. But, but 
maybe they're, maybe they're done with Wentz. I don't know. I don't know. They can't be. I don't know. It's such a weird situation. Yeah. Because did you see all those reports floating around that, you know, there was an an anonymous source. Anonymous source. Wentz is a jerk. Wentz is selfish. He's being a jerk and he's selfish and he wants to play football or something. I don't know. Who's reporting that? That hack Mike Florio? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got to talk about that too. Oh my God. Yeah. So Mike Florio. I still see that crap floating around. So this was a couple weeks ago, but my, but you know, it, pop, it pops up on my Twitter feed and you just see the headline and it says Odell Beckham or is being in or the 49ers are going to trade for Odell Beckham. I'm like what the hell does this mean? So mm-hmm. I open it up and it's some bullshit article about how the 49ers are, or Antonio Brown wants to go to the 49ers. So now the 49ers are going to do a trade for Beckham. Like, what the, What kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> it was pure speculation. And this headline is just making it seem like it's a done deal. And, of course, it's by Mike Florio with uh, Pro Football Talk. But yeah. this guy, he, 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 has a, he has a weekly spot Sunday nights on NBC. And he, how does he have that? Why, he's such a awful at his job and just awful. Yeah. I don't know. Is am I supposed to consider him a journalist? Because I don't know what what the hell he's writing, but it's not journalism. And yeah. this whole notion—it's all about that, the clicks, baby. Yeah, and this whole notion that they're pushing and ESPN is pushing that Beckham's gonna get traded, and it's kind of died down a little bit with other stuff going on in the playoffs. But he's not being traded. Didn't Gettleman say yeah. in his press conference? I didn't sign him to trade him. Right. Yeah, this isn't the so all of a sudden they're gonna, they're the gonna they're gonna they're gonna trade. trades. So according to Florio, uh, the scenario was trading the giant or the Giants trading Beckham to the 49ers for Josh Rosen, and I think also giving up their first round pick. That would be the I the think Card- I think that's Cardinal. what it was. The Cardinals, right? For Josh Rosen. Yeah. Oh God. Oh yeah, I saw the that. Cardinals would be would be trading Rosen, but that was for Beckham. And the number six pick. But that was another thing. Oh, that's that's an awful trade. <laughs> it's a terrible trade. That's an awful trade. But th- there was another thing that ESPN ran with where when the Cardinals hired Cl- Kingsbury, because they pulled up some audio clip of him when he was coaching. I don't know if it was when he was coaching Texas Tech or when, there, when he was a coordinator somewhere where he started gushing about Kyler Murray. So there was this, so that day Kyler Murray declared, there was this whole story about, Oh, look at this clip. Now they're going to, now they're going to trade the first pick. They're going to trade Rosen and draft Murray with the first pick. Like, where do you get Uh this shit? They're not, there's no way in hell he's doing that. They're not going to hire this. How old's Cliff Kingsbury? 35. Let him come in and do that. That's insane, man. That's just insane stuff that they throw out there. So yeah, here, here's 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 the actual headline from. Um, this is actually posted on New Year's Day. All right, slow news day. Yeah, slow news day. I get it. Florio, 49ers could pursue Odell Beckham Jr. if Giants decide to move star wide receiver. So stupid. That was the headline. So <laughs> 49ers could pursue Odell Beckham Jr. The whole thing is just insane. Ridiculous. Absolute stupidity. 
and it, it, and I know this is stuff like this has been going on, but it's getting worse with the the clickbait stuff like that. And it's just yeah, yeah, social media in general is yeah. the pits. It's it's god awful. Although, did you see? Um, I guess we're going to get into it with the. We'll get into some of the other playoff games, but did you see there was a Photoshop and Todd Gurley posted it of him, <laughs> with, the, and, with the referee. Yeah. And you know what? Trading jerseys. Yeah. But then, um, you know, the, the New York sports Pope, Mike Francesa went on a rant about it and he thought it was real. Oh, he no. thought it was a real picture. He's like, you don't ever trade jerseys with players. And he went on a, like, a big rant about it. And I guess somebody had to tell him. One of the producers was like, hey, uh, just hey, a heads hey, up. Hey. I don't think, dude, when he does that show, I don't think the guys in the booth talk to him at all and tell like, because he just, he says some of the dumbest it stuff. Just let him ride. Him go, like, whatever. <laughs> uh, he's the boss. <laughs> like, I don't think they had the heart to tell him, like, hey, hey, Mike, it was a Photoshop that's not real. That guy did not trade jerseys <laughs> with Todd Gurley after or before the game. <laughs> That was crazy. Wow. There's this um That's awesome. there's this Twitter account and I can't remember the name, but all the guy does is troll Mike Francesa and he posts he posts oh, no. he just takes the craziest clips of Francesa from the day and like the craziest rants and the stupidest stuff he says and it's great. And that's awesome. And the, that the guy who does the Twitter account must have so much time in his hands because He'll he'll post these videos, and it'll be like a call caller calling in and be like, "Hey, Mike, remember when you said this?" And Mike will say, "I never said that." And then the guy will rewind and he'll go back like two months when Mike said the same exact thing. Wow, it's pretty great. I'll have to, I'll find it. I'll find the uh, the account and forward it to you. But it's it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh, but uh, so did you watch? So so we got our Super Bowl set. Yeah, yeah. Pats Rams, man, the Pats, huh? I was pretty, I was pretty bummed. Yeah, I, really, I really wanted the Chiefs to win. I did too. I wanted to see Andy Reid finally get to a Super Bowl. Well, besides, you know, what was that? Two thousand five or four? Two thousand four? He went through the Eagles, four, right? Yeah. But um, even when I was young, younger, I had this thing about the Chiefs where I just I liked the Chiefs for some reason. They were never. They weren't in direct competition with the Giants ever, and I just I like them. I don't know for some reason, and I wanted to see them win. I always wanted to see Reed win outside of Philly. And I was yeah, me too. I thought they were going to win that game, and then I was just, oh, this is awful. Yep. And uh, but I but I was never one of the people who do do you hate the Patriots. No, not really. Like I, I, I mean, I, you got to no, you got to appreciate you got to appreciate their legacy. I mean, like I've heard people pretty crazy what they've been able to do in the past decade and more. But even Giants fans are like, oh, I can't stand the Patriots. Like, why? What do you have against them? Yeah. They're not. It's not like it's not. A, you're not the Jets. It's not a division rival. You you beat them twice in the biggest game. Right. Um, Stop them from going nineteen and zero too. Yeah. I think it's. I think I thought it was cool until last year how we were the only team that Eli was the only quarterback to beat him. I kind of held on to that until last year, and then yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, but so whenever someone brings that up, I'm like, yeah, well, at least the Giants beat them when they're in their prime. Well, yeah, they I mean, also, they're still a good football team, but they're not anywhere near what they were they in also, 2007. They also beat or 2011. They beat you know 
arguably the best football team ever. Right. That 2017 yeah. was the best yep. football team ever, and they beat them. Absolutely. Um. Oh, I saw something. Another thing on Twitter. What's his? I follow. Uh, oh, what's his name? Dave Tolfson. Remember Dave Tolfson? I do. Yeah. I followed him on. Tw- I followed him on Twitter, and somebody posted a video or something like Tom Brady's going untouched or something in this game. And then he wrote back, you know, sarcastically, "If only somebody had figured that out a couple years ago." <laughs> or, wow. If only somebody figured out getting to Brady a couple years ago. Right. Like they did. Right. Hmm. But, yeah, but I, I hope the Rams win. I like to see the Rams. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That'd be cool. Instead of the the Patriots again. Although, yeah, I'd rather just see a fun game again. That's always the best. Yeah, you get, you got to appreciate what Belichick's done. Oh, He's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see him on the sidelines when um? Uh, I don't remember what the call was, but he was livid. He was like throwing the Microsoft services all over the place. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Would you see him earlier this year? He was jawing with Adam Thielen. No, I missed there that. Was the, I think it was a Sunday night. I think it was a Sunday night game. Um, Vikings, Patriots, and he, he's, him and Adam Thielen started yelling at each other. I thought that was kind of fun. There's something about it. I think it was about a spot on the field. I, I don't remember exactly, but they were yelling at each other. He's he's just a genius. I think at this point, yeah. I think at this point, the team is more about um him and his coaching staff being smarter than everybody else. Definitely. I think it's more about that than Brady. And I'm not saying. I'm not saying Brady's. I mean, he, I don't think he's as good as he once was. And but I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just thinking that they've been able to sustain it this long. I think it's more about him being, um, him being smarter than anybody else, and him being able to out scheme. It's more about that than uh, Tom Brady's crazy diet, where he doesn't eat anything that casts a shadow. Just uh. Just avocado toast, right? Yeah, it's avocado toast. I'm on the avocado toast diet. Me and Giselle. No, 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 thank you. I can't eat that. That's awesome. It may have saturated fat in it. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I think uh, we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about the horrible officiating of the Saints Rams game. Oh, my God. You know what's funny about that is now like the politicians are calling. <laughs> now they're getting involved. Yeah, it's like the mayor or the the governor of New Orleans. <laughs> I, I saw something today about them calling in Roger Goodell to testify before Congress. Oh my god! Because of this, and I'm thinking, why don't you guys fix the government shutdown first? <laughs> Priorities. And then, and listen, guys. Why don't we fix? Why don't we get the government, the federal government, up and running again? Um, build your wall. Don't build your wall. I don't care. But let's just get the government running again. Then we can talk about fixing pass interference. <laughs> Come on! It's a national outrage. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. I mean, it was. Listen, I'm not saying it wasn't a horrendous call. 
That was and awful, man. I'm not Nickel, saying... Nickel Robbie Coleman. He's out there playing NFL Blitz. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, a good, that, was, that was a fun game. Hell, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I'm not... It wasn't... It was an awful call. And... At some point in my life, me too, I would have been, you know, screaming for the heads of somebody if that was my team. But uh, all right, it's 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 a game. We don't need to get public officials involved. <laughs> we don't need to go down these. We don't need to go down this road. Um. I, but it was it was a really really bad call. Yeah. It was. But it also. They still kicked the field goal to go up by three. They could have stopped the Rams. They could have gone into overtime and scored instead of getting instead of throwing an interception. So they had true too. plenty of opportunities to it wasn't like bad call, game over. It was bad call. We're up by three. Let's stop them. Okay, it's only tied. Let's go out and win it. We didn't do that. So uh, they had their chances too after that. It yeah, it was it was very it was a very very bad call. But I mean, I just hope something. I mean, I know now they're talking about having uh, pass interference reviewable. I don't know how much longer that would extend uh, <laughs> the play I, of the I, game. I, I mean, yeah. you're looking at what what are games now? They average what around almost maybe over a little a uh, little over three half, hours, three and a half, three and a half hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah, so now you're looking at, you know, with stoppage and everything, it'll probably be close to four hours. I, uh, I can't, I, I can't deal with it anymore. I, I can't keep yeah. adding to that stuff. I, it's, it's getting harder and harder to watch sometimes when, exactly, especially with a lot of, the, with some of these postseason games where everything was under review, everything, everything was reviewed and it just, mm-hmm. it takes so long and sometimes they're so obvious, but they take so long. And then sometimes you understand why they're taking long because then they got to fix the spot and they got to do all this when they reverse a call. But it's right. just getting it's getting harder and harder to watch. Yeah, just let them play the damn game. Sometimes. What do you think about the overtime rules? Because oh man, now they're all now everybody was up in a a tizzy because Patrick Mahomes didn't get the ball. Yeah, uh, I I mean I get the argument. I definitely get the argument. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw one good post. You know, you have two of the best offenses in the league in a playoff game, and only one of them touches the ball in overtime. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's defense. But there's also, you yeah, know? defense is an element to the game, too. Yeah. You, <laughs> stop them. Yeah. Win the game. Stop them, get the ball back. Win the game. Problem solved. Um. What, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it'd be a different, you know, if I had a dog in the fight. Yeah. But I, I think, I kind of think, I think they should just play the whole quarter <laughs> I, in the postseason. I think, um, I would, I would actually be okay if you eliminated overtime in the regular season and you just played in the postseason, but you played a full 15 minute quarter. And whatever happens at the end of 15 minutes, that's it. You might have a lot of tie games though. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with dealing that. Win the game. I I I think it. I think it would just. I don't know. I'd be okay with tie games. That's because you're a soccer fan. Yeah. So what? <laughs> and they they listen, man. All those European countries deal with it. You deal yeah. with it too. You deal with it too, Scott. 
I, I don't know. It's an exciting, we... it's an exciting ninety-minute game. Then in a zero-zero tie. <laughs> this, this, hey, some of those are pretty exciting. I know, I know. I get it. I like, I like watching. Don't uh, patronize me. I like watching football. Um, <clears throat> but I'd be okay if I, I think I think if that that might be a trade-off though, where you say, all right, no overtime and regular season, but in the postseason, we're going to play fifteen. We're going to play the full fifteen minutes. And that's it. It's just going to be another mini fifteen-minute game, and whatever happens, happens. I, I think that's the solution. I because then because now because even like explaining the rules now, okay, you get the ball. If you kick a field goal, the other team gets the ball. But if you mm-hmm. kick it a touchdown, you win. Like, <laughs> I don't know that it, this, that whole explanation that they have to do in the beginning of the. When when they do the coin toss and he explains the coin toss, yeah, and he, he explains the rules, that whole explanation is stupid. They should just be yeah. like, okay, one fifteen minute quarter, let's go, coin toss, okay. And the, yeah, I can I, I can see that. I get it. I, I hate that explanation. Like I had to explain it to my wife every time we watch a game. If we're watching a game, it goes in overtime. She doesn't recall. She would have to explain it to her every single time. And that is true. Time, and every single time. I I feel stupid explaining. I'm like, yeah, this this does sound dumb. <laughs> this does yep. sound dumb. Yeah, I've I been guess, there. I guess it's better than college, though. Okay. What start, is college? They start is college. The, um, the ball at the 25 yard line. That's right. Okay. And then you, each team gets a shot, right? Yes, each team gets the ball at the 25 yard line, and then I think it's beginning in the third overtime. You have to go for two. That I mean, that sounds. I I even think maybe adapting that at the pro level would make I, more sense than the way it is now. I think if you do that, you have to move it. You couldn't be the twenty-five though. I mean, they've already start with the twenty. What? Start them at the twenty. You mean their own twenty? So they'd have to go eighty yards. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I'd be okay with that. In college, they start at the other twenty-five, so they only have to go twenty-five yards. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is what that's why the college rule is kind of stupid. Oh, that is kind of cool. It's kind of like a almost like a penalty kick or yeah, something or yeah. like um what's the kick at the what's what's the kick um at the is that when it when it's a 0-0 tie and they do that kick where both teams get a kick from the line? Yeah, penalty kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean similar I, situation. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I think when you start but then you take out. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. They've already taken kickoffs out of the game. It doesn't really matter. They don't mean anything yeah. anymore. It's sad, isn't it? The, I, and this year they did that where the kicking team doesn't really get a running start. Was that right. was that five yards really make a big difference? Like, I, didn't, I didn't get that. Like they moved them up a couple yards. Maybe. That five yards know. make a huge difference on the running start. They still get another. 10, 15 yards. You have a chance to build up more more acceleration and more momentum momentum by the time you hit the guy. And I, I, that's probably come from a concussion standpoint. Yeah, right? but I'm saying, but they have, they still have so much space to build up momentum. Did that extra five yards make up that much? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's they, They've taken the kickoff out of the game anyway. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, they should just plop the ball on the 25. Here you yeah. go. It's going to get there at some point. But then you're not going to be able to do an onside kick. And then that's going to create an issue. 
And then that's going to create a new rule. And before you know it, we'll be playing two hand touch. <laughs> oh, which reminds me of that. Oh my God. The roughing the passer call on Brady. On Brady. Yeah. Oh God. You gotta be kidding me, man. Yeah. Hands to the face. Isn't that what they call yeah, it? That was bad. <sighs> Give me a break. Holy shit, man. Yeah, that was yeah, some of those are really bad. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they're talking about replaying that too. And that's another I just don't want to get into that. With replaying all And I mean I and do you really think having full time refs solves the issue? I know you just got to have ones that aren't stupid. Yeah, exactly. I think these guys are just like. No, oofs. I think I the know. other problem is that they've complicated the game so much. Like, these, like, at least the rules that they don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm. But I don't know. they've Absurd. always. They, yeah, I don't know. It's been the, the, the officiating has been pretty bad for a couple of years now. Yeah. I mean, the Giants have been screwed out of plenty mm. of games, plenty of opportunities. Mm. You know, fifth down field goals There's in Carolina. Fourth, the fourth down spike by Cam Newton. Ugh. That's right. That was that was an atrocious game. And then, you know, leg whips and Odell that yeah. ended his season, <laughs> basically. And then I texted what else? you during that, too. Um, I still remember that. I texted you. I said, yeah. You yeah, I remember that you too. Leg whip, like you can't tackle somebody like that. That's a that's a personal foul. Like you can yep. absolutely not do that. Yep. Whatever. They yeah, that that game. I won't talk about it. It's just it's just that much more worse because it's against yeah, the Eagles. I, was, I, I can't stand what I can't stand watching that game. I almost I know, almost have a heart attack every time. They can be winning. Well, in fact, they were winning before you know. The first go around before um, Eli threw the pick at the half, and then I knew it was all downhill yeah, from there. Not fun. Actually, no, they weren't winning at that point, were what? they? I don't when remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, they were up nineteen nothing. Yeah. At one point, was it nineteen nothing at that point? Nineteen to three or something at that point. But they were up. Okay. And he threw that pick, and uh, that was that. I, I know I posted on Twitter. I don't know if I texted you, but I knew that game was over. I mean, yeah, I it's just funny. Like the things, you know, when, when you're like, and Melissa, Melissa used to get so mad at me. She's like, there's still three quarters to play. I was like, you do not understand this team. Yeah, you can just, <laughs> They cannot afford can, to make mistakes. You can just feel it when this team, yeah, starts going that way. Feel it. Yep. Especially against a team like Philadelphia at home. I mean, you're not. That crowd will eat you alive. You know, at work, I saw a dude wearing a hoodie that says, when you play Philly, um, you don't just play the team, you play the city. And that's basically yeah. true. I mean, when you go when you go there, I mean, I don't go there anymore as a Giants fan. No. You know, I, don't, uh, I don't appreciate the uh, insults and instigations. And the beer's uh, getting poured on your head. That, thankfully, <laughs> has never happened to me. Although, <laughs> the, I, th- I think the last game I went to... Um, there was this, it was funny. It was like this, it was like this lady, this lady, these two Eagles fans were, were behind us. It was me and my dad. We're both wearing Giants jerseys, whatever. And, um, this woman behind us is just totally, 
white trash drunk, like throwing up all over herself, throwing up behind my seat. And her friend, you know, I'm looking back as she's hurling. And then her friend's like, don't worry. It's not always like this. No. Like, no, I've been here before. First time it is lady. always like it this. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not from New York. You know, I live 30 minutes away from the city. It's like it's, this. You know, if you guys weren't such assholes, I might actually enjoy coming here more because it is a nice stadium. But uh, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever been to Lincoln Financial Field. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've you know, ever been to an Eagles home game. I've been, yeah, I've been to Phillies off. games. I've been to the vet to Phillies games, and that was you know the same kind of thing. Even as a, as a young as a young kid. Yeah my my disdain for Eagles <laughs> my disdain for Eagles fans started at the vet. Did, did I, I ever tell you this so, story? Tell it again. <laughs> so we had just moved here. I think it was uh, ninety. 92, 93. Um, and the Eagles were playing the Lions. And, you know, my parents were like, oh, you know, family fun day. Let's go. Let's go to an Eagles game. Yeah. Sure, Keith. Yeah, go ahead. Wear your Barry Sanders jersey. <laughs> so, you know, I'm nine years old. Keith is it's all 13. It's all keep walking through the parking lot. And not a fucking thing's changed, man. They're just hurling insults left and right, calling them, a, uh, you know, the gay slur starts with F. I don't want to say it because I can't stand the word. Um, and you call him a pussy and all this other shit. Like, are you serious, dude? Uh, at the time, I'm like, oh, my God, where am I? <laughs> yeah, because that's your first experience with it. Yeah, it's yeah, it absolutely it's ridiculous. So, you know, and I don't, I don't think I'd ever gone back until uh, maybe I was in my early 20s. You know, nothing, nothing, obviously yeah. nothing's changed. That's just the way it is. Whatever. I mean, I know, I mean, I, I'm sure Giants fans have their ass hats in the, in the, in the bunch, you know, looking to start fights with people, but yeah, there's, there's always something that happens there. But I mean, um, there's a reason Philadelphia's notorious for it. I mean, they're known for it yeah. since, you know, the sixties and seventies. It's not a stereotype if it's exactly. True. And it's not just the Eagles. It's the flyers. Uh, yeah. I got to say probably the Phillies are probably, it's probably the the friendlier atmosphere to go to a game, but yeah, baseball is usually. I mean, I, I've gotten I've gotten shit there, but baseball I think is more. Oh, cause, uh, yeah, because you're a Mets fan. Yeah, baseball's more. That's right. Baseball is more laid back. I think it's more of a unless maybe it's like a, a big playoff game. When you go to a baseball game, it's more of a laid back, you know, summer atmosphere kind of. Um, so it's not as I mean it can be, but it's not as it's not as brutal as a football game. A football game is much more rowdy. Baseball's more of a almost a family friendly event, I think. Yeah. I took uh I took my actually I took the kids to the Jaguars game this year. And uh Did you really while you were down there? Well no, to the Giants Jaguars game. Oh, okay. And uh it was pouring rain. And we sat in our seats, and as soon as we sat down, I'm like, is it time to go yet? <laughs> I think I stayed till halftime. I was like, all right, they they got up and left. I was like, all right, I'll get up at halftime, and we can go. Well, that was the well, that was the uh, was that was the opener, wasn't opener, it? Opener, yeah, it was pouring. Oh god, I, I was down in um, where was I? I was in Virginia at that point. Melissa and I were on vacation. We had gone down to 
historic Williamsburg. We found this little bar that had you know, <sighs> games on. And actually, they they didn't have the Giants game on. They had every other game, really? but the Giants, of course. So I had to find it on my, yeah, I, I pulled it up on my phone and caught it in time. Just, you know, I saw Saquon break out that awesome yeah. run. And then uh, <clears throat> just watched the game crumble before my eyes. <laughs> well, that, um, and I was like, please, it can't be that kind of season again. And it yeah. was. That Panthers game. I was in Colorado for that. And I had to find a, I found a bar with they had the Sunday ticket and I got to watch it, but it was pretty cool. Cause it was like, it was one o'clock here. So it's 11 o'clock there. So it's 11 o'clock. I'm sitting at a bar watching football. It's pretty fun. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And then I think I was with, cause we were out there for my cousin's wedding. So my parents are there and I was with Katie and the three of them left cause they had to get ready. They had to get I think the wedding might've been, the wedding was that day. So they left. Um, to to go start getting ready to go and i stayed in the bar but then the it was they were getting killed and i was like all right i'm getting out of here so i started walking back to the hotel room and i was checking on my phone you texted me i think and you're like i can't believe they're coming back and i was like what the fuck and i had to get to, mm-hmm. I had to, find, I had to <laughs> find a stream on my computer in the hotel room and watch the end of that it was awful mm-hmm. and i wish i didn't watch it because then i was just upset yep <laughs> that sounds like a lot of giants yep. games i wish i didn't watch it because then i was just upset yeah, uh, I don't know. They they have they have the potential to turn it around this year. I I firmly believe that. Whether it's with Eli or without, I think uh, upgrading that offensive line and and getting pass rushers and you got to get someone either a linebacker that can cover or a free safety or a lockdown corner. You got to get one of them. I know people talk about Sam Beal, the 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 guy that they picked in the supplementary mm-hmm. draft, but he's a question yeah. mark. I don't. I don't think anyone really knows anything about him. Uh, I know he's, you know, you can watch his highlight videos on YouTube and whatnot, but that's, that's basically all you have. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic for this team going forward. I think they're going in the right direction. I think, Definitely. I think, I don't know. Sometimes he does some stuff in game that makes me scratch my head, but I think Shermer's all right. Um, and yeah. I, I think Gettleman, he, he had a good first draft. I mean, free agency left a lot to be desired, but he had a good first draft. And I think, uh, cautiously optimistic. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. And I think, I agree. um, you know, before we, uh, before we sign off, we got to talk about the uh, spags getting that chief's job. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, he's, he's remembered very fondly around here. Um, yeah. Which, which you know, is is kind of funny because if you pull up um, the seasons he was a DC yeah. for the Giants, the only really good year he had was that 2016 defense. Oh yeah, that defense was really good. The other ones were not good until the playoffs. Right, right. Like, so it's going to be interesting. That 2000 will be interesting, in Kansas City. The 2007 defense was not was not great. No, until, until we got to the playoffs, then it turned mm-hmm. up. Right. But it wasn't it wasn't this all world defense during the season. Right. They were uh what like ranked um uh, like middle of the pack or in the twenties somewhere. Yeah. And then the next year he was still the defensive coordinator. I remember the defense was good, but that team was built around running the ball and running everybody over. And the defense didn't have to be on the field because we were running everybody over. Right. Until 
unfortunately, Mr. Burris decided to wear his uh, oh, God. his gun and his sweatpants. God. Yep. But um, terrible. But then he left, and he he didn't do anything good <laughs> until yeah. he came back here. He he bombed out. But he had the one good season, and in 2017, his second season, he sucked again. Yeah. <laughs> saw, Yay, um, we suck again. I was watching, I don't know what I was watching. It must have been ESPN, but it said Steve Spagnuolo expected to ch- take the Chiefs defensive coordinator job, and then it said former head coach of the Rams and Giants, and I had to think, oh, yeah, he was the interim head coach. I mean, you know, Maybe they should specify he was the interim head coach of the Giants for five games or whatever it was. Not former head coach of the Giants. <laughs> yep. Crazy. Yeah, well. Oh, well, you know, best of luck to him. I hope it works out. Yeah, no, no. I, I, you know, I think we all have fond memories of him, and he was part of that team. A special, very special team. Um, he always yeah. seemed like a good guy. So, and and I think the players really liked him too, from what I remember. Everybody loved. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just I thought that was neat. I liked it. maybe he. Uh, Helps Reed get over that hump. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. And he was a Reed guy. He was on Reed's staff in Philly before he came to the Giants. Yep. Right? That's yeah. right. He was. He was like the yeah. linebacker's coach or something, right? Something like that. Yeah. So best of luck to him. All right. Well, I guess that's time to go, right? Wrap it up there. Yeah, man. I think that'll do it. Yep. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you all for listening. And if you enjoyed what you heard... Please subscribe to the show. We are now available on most podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NYGN Podcast. Have a good week, everybody. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to NYG Nation. Follow us on Twitter and check out our website at www.nygnation.com.